0: Shot One Quill, a tabletop RPG podcast hosted by myself, Spencer, and Ben. Ben, how are you this fine late evening? Oh, I'm doing okay. Played any Play- good RPGs lately? Uh, no. Seen any good tables or their tops?
1: Have seen some mediocre tables and really only their bottoms? Um, you know, I've currently been living underneath an assortment of tables
0: yeah i uh i'd been meaning to kind of bring it up subtly but i'm glad that you were able to dive headlong into it this is actually an intervention i don't have audacity open look i'm just
1: telling you that johnny's crazy deals has some nice tables to sleep under and if you can get in before the manager gets there and sneak a pillow then it's real nice, and sometimes the vagrants that hang out there will come up and tickle your feet. What is and it some, about the underside? If might I may, be into that.
0: if I may, what is it about the underside of a table um, that's different from virtually anywhere else, like uh, the ground but, without a table over it?
1: Uh, protection from an earthquake. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, have you considered a door frame that offers the same sort of benefits?
1: What, Cheryl? Cheryl, I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm going to go live under the
0: doorframe now. Ben, what's this show?
1: Uh, This show, Spencer, when we're not uh, doing bad improv, is a show in which you and I, me and you, us, we, uh, brainstorm a tabletop RPG one-shot by using listener suggestions or sometimes things we steal from blogs uh that we randomly roll for and then we get a prompt and two items and we mission mash them together and at the end we have something that is hopefully either useful or was at least not a terrible way to spend 20 minutes
0: this week we have a record-breaking 20 prompts can you go ahead and pick me one of them maybe Uh, with a 16 oh 16 16 ben i'm so glad this one's my favorite while crossing a sea, the boat is sunk by a monster of some variety. The characters are saved by merfolk, but trapped on a deserted island miles from the mainland. And when I said this one was my favorite, I had not read the list at all. <laughs> ben, it's a boat one. This could uh, be the sequel to Ghosts of Salt Marsh.
1: I'm caught up on a monster of some variety.
0: Kassoon.com, creator of great vague random quest hooks. Um, really knows how to cut the fat, just get the bullshit out of there.
1: All right, here, Spencer. Uh, I'll I'll read you this quest hook. Some adventurers doing something come across a monster which has an item.
0: Okay. All right. You can't. You can't. You can't fool me. All right, let's. Uh, let me see your monitor. That was. That was just the IMDb plot description for Lord of the Rings: Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> I know uh, a rich story when I hear one.
1: Spencer, did I? forget to tell you the part about how Tom Bombadil is there for about two thirds of the book. And that's two thirds of the book is him telling you about his favorite flowers,
0: singing some songs as I understand it. Yeah. Really nothing of value was lost. Uh, Ben, we have a hundred items. Which two are we using? Uh, the first one will be a 99 pink bead when smashed on the ground immediately turns into a huge mountain of fluffy bubbles. Similar in consistency to a mass of fused marshmallows, can cushion a fall or block a hallway or something. It literally says or something.
1: God damn it.
0: Ten feet in diameter, can be cut through with six slashing attacks, lasts one d six minutes. Can be cut bead. through with
1: can be cut through with six attacks of some variety. It lasts for a predetermined amount of time
0: uh sticks around until it takes a little bit of damage <laughs> oh, wonderful wonderful these uh these items and prompts were made for each other
1: i hope this is as vague uh the last one will be 69 the funny oh. sex number holy <laughs> shit oh uh
0: i'm gonna need to look up a word in this mm-hmm hmm okay is it voracious it's not it's not voracious is it Lock- malleable <laughs> are we playing 20 questions uh Lock we're it. playing locket woman's face inside the amulet always looks towards meltheria i had to look up what a woman was oh. <laughs> um Maltheria, just on a cursory Google search, seems to be some sort of city of mages. That's just that's just like the first tidbit of lore, and that comes from dragontesticles.tripod.com, and I'm not even fucking kidding. Um, so,
1: so lock it with some woman whose face yeah. always points towards
0: some city of mages. It's not some woman. It's woman's face. Oh, woman. Yeah, this is... Uh, This is like the woman. Woman's face inside the amulet always looks towards Meltheria. Uh, So like the most specific compass with the woman's face in it. And I think we have some wiggle room given that I don't think either of us know what Meltheria actually is or cares to find out.
1: Or what a woman looks like.
0: I mean, we're going to have to play pretend here. I I think that's, that's obvious. (laughs) all right characters have shipwrecked uh due to the the interference of something who the fuck knows uh some something has interfered with some ship some ship has wrecked and some merfolk have brought some crew aboard to an island it's a deserted island and it's miles from the nearest mainland well 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 what to do (laughs) what to do about this ben because we have pink bead (laughs)
1: What if it was the uh, the island from Super Mario Shun- Sunshine, where the guy's, like, <laughs> stranded on an island because he can't swim, and he can see Delfino Isle, and they can very clearly see him from it? <laughs> and he spends his whole time, like, waving his little arms, and they're like, we're not rescuing him. He was kind of a dickbag.
0: Once you, once you get up on this island, uh, and the merfolk have, like, kind of brought you ashore... I have I have one idea to start, and I don't know why this came to my head. So that pink bead made me think of one of the dumbest ideas to retrieve the Titanic, which was to, like, flood the thing with a million batches of ping pong balls. That's not dumb. It was (laughs) it. (laughs) I get that it would work. I get that it would work on its face. It's still ridiculous. (laughs) It's how are you going to get them down there? I don't, you would have to ferry so many batches. It's so silly in my head.
1: Spencer, next you're gonna tell me that this was all a conspiracy by Big Ping Pong Ball because it probably was.
0: My first thought was, uh, what if we use the pink bead to like patch the a hole in the ship or, or since that wouldn't make it any easier to get it out of the water, what if it's like flotation? It makes these big bubbles, right? So like, Put it on the bow. Yeah, I mean, I would. It assume, lifts the boat out.
1: I would assume it works like that. That makes
0: sense to me. Like I said, that was a terrible first idea.
1: I mean, it, I do. I don't know what the other because they gotta get the boat unsunk, right? That's uh, gotta be
0: part of it. Maybe they, they gotta was, get the boat unsunk, but they could also make a new boat, right? Like that's
1: true. I mean, they're not going to live on this island. I think is my ultimate point.
0: Because like the other thought that I had had was that this pink bead, I don't, I, I could only envision it as like a fangly doodad on the other end of a strange tropical fish, sort of like a, like a not deep sea anglerfish, like a nice surface anglerfish. But it's, it's the opposite. It's pretty. It's got a fairy aesthetic. It's got a little pink bead on its on its head. I don't oh, know why. Is- That's my second idea. I'm not going <laughs> to say that one's terrible, but. <laughs>
1: What, what is the second item
0: I've uh it was already. it was woman's face oh yeah lock it with um, woman's face that points towards magic city Ooh, what if magic city is uh that uh like an atlantis analog nice underwater
1: that was gonna say underwater and full of boats
0: it's, it's an underwater boats. boat rental shack is that what i <laughs> is that where that was heading
1: yeah, they gotta make their way through the underwater bits to get to the Atlantis City. <laughs> which which we should uh just gotta get right out of the way. Uh unnamed, it's very vague. Uh, to get to the very vague boat shack where they can have one of some
0: amount of boats. Um What about if the so like maybe it opens on a survival opening the players are like we do a little bit of a time skip you ask for some cursory like survival checks and uh, uh, I don't know like intelligence rolls or something to craft together like your best form of pontoon boat or some shit Um, but like in the meanwhile some of the fish that you bring up can be a vehicle for getting some of these magic items so like I don't know a shark that in its gut is this weird locket. And that like gives players the general direction they're heading? I don't know.
1: <laughs> like a shark, a shark that in its hand was this weird locket. It was trying to get there and you ended its quest early.
0: I am not going to apologize for killing the shark with hands. That is what? an affront to God. <laughs> I don't wanna I don't wanna think about shark with hands. <laughs> Every shark
1: is on its own journey, and it's your decision whether you want to be the final thought, boss that TPKs
0: the shark. I thought you were, were going to, first of all, yes, I do want to be that. But second, I thought you were going <laughs> to say that all sharks have hands. thought you were going to start gaslighting me. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this could be something. I feel like if the amulet is just giving players enough direction to like venture off the island and towards mainland... That Mm. could be enough to, like, segue into an actual quest at the end of this one shot. Like, you wash up in this magic city. Hooray, hurrah, you've survived. You do your press tour because you were, like, island survivors. You got to do that every time. But
1: What if, and this is a bad idea, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, What if this is a grand plan by the merfolk and they're all actually watching and this is merfolk survivor?
0: oh <laughs> okay okay i love that <laughs> i actually i actually really love that so maybe the amulet is like pointing towards the uh like the the destination like the merfolk destination city they've got uh i don't know like that's where your grand prize platform is you do your victory lap or whatever
1: what isn't there like a they send him to a different island that has air conditioning or something on Survivor. I don't know, can we Someone call Jeff Probst? <laughs> we have his number, right? He can guest on the show.
0: Yeah, I think he's desperate for work. Yeah, that's I'm pretty sure the man who ran Survivor is it's probably probably needs to pay the rent. Pretty uh, sure he
1: still runs Survivor. I think that show might still be on.
0: Uh you it'd be news to me. Lockett seems like a good vehicle for just steering the players in any given direction. So if we want yeah. to go to the survivor route, I think even better, because we can then open on your th- those survival challenges. You know, you got hunting, you've got crafting a raft, um, like, I don't know, spearfishing, um, fighting a bunch of crabs, <laughs> or fighting one really big crab. Having to spell the word
1: survivor, but you have to get all the letters from, like, out of the ocean, and then the woman who you have spelling the word survivor, uh, because she also can't swim and she's the most useless person on your team, she cannot spell the word of the show, or
0: the <laughs> name of the show that she's on. I, I have what what's probably an important question. At any point, do the merfolk tell them at the offset, this is Not- merfolk survivor?
1: Not at the offset. I think they have to break one of the rules or something. Or oh,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are the rules of Merfolk Survivor? Um, <laughs> uh, that's I'm so glad you asked, Ben, because the first rule of Merfolk Survivor is you don't talk about Merfolk Survivor.
1: Uh, that's fair, but I don't think they're going to be talking about Merfolk Survivor. too. Well, that'll
0: uh, be an easy one to not break then. Good for them. Second rule of Merfolk Survivor, though. Um, there's no such thing as free advertising. You have to hide all logos. <laughs> <laughs> if they did not sponsor it, I'm sorry. You're going to have to turn your, uh, if, guards cloak inside out.
1: If one of your players convinced you that they get a Coca-Cola bottle, I mean, this <laughs> one's going to be over real quick.
0: I think it's like what you have to have a Coca, like a, a medieval ye olde Coca-Cola bottle wash up on the shore. And if the player goes for it, if they make the <laughs> foolish mistake of grabbing it, that's when a merfolk just, I picture him walking out of the surf like, nope, uh-uh. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> hand me your torch. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: reset, everybody.
0: <laughs> um, ben, what's the third rule of merfolk survivor? Uh,
1: y- You've got to blow into every conch shell you find
0: really okay yeah um there's got to be a benefit then like what happens when you do blow into the, mer- the the conch shells
1: well the thing is once you blow into the conch shell the merfolk survivor program goes into uh, commercials uh, it, like it immediately <laughs> it immediately puts them into an ad for big conch shell which of course is one of the <laughs> biggest corporations in merfolk land <laughs> And it's called Big Conch Shell. This is like if Coca-Cola's parent company was called Big Coca-Cola. But it's, it's called not? Big
0: Conch Shell. Shit. Like oh, I this whole I my illusion is shattered. I had dreams of touring Big Cola factory. Um Okay. How do we feel about the pink bead popping up as like a uh I don't I know so precious little. All I know about Survivor is the like the super ego sketch about Survivor.
1: Spencer, That's Spencer it. I'll tell you what. I've never watched the actual show, but I watched clips of it. Uh the super ego clips of Survivor may as well be
0: seasons of Survivor. <laughs> so, so is our is our pink bead here like the immunity totem or something? I don't <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's an immunity totem because it just when the merfolk come to drag you off to hell or whatever. <laughs> you you, you just... cover yourself in bubbles and they can't <laughs> touch you. Cause they just float up as merfolk. They're so light they just float.
0: <laughs> I oh I pictured <sighs> they had like a almost vampiric and abhorrence of it. They just <laughs> turn and run.
1: <laughs> They're afraid of bubbles? That could work.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like dish detergent. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Maybe
1: that's one of the rules. Maybe the rule is no bubbles. No bubbles. Just flat out. That's like portographic
0: to merfolk. <laughs> you can't show that on TV. Wonderful. What about um? Well, so in in regular Survivor, as I understand it, you mm-hmm. have uh, like these these voting rounds where like everyone else votes another person off, right? Yeah. Doesn't seem conducive to a good tabletop environment. So, if we do that, where do those players go? Uh they get to leave. Oh, they, they don't get to have
1: w- to leave, but they get to. Everyone else is stuck in the campaign until it's over. Surely, there's some interactive element we could put them in. But, but, um, maybe. Ooh, if we're going with like a game show thing, maybe there's a way that they. Ooh, we could do like a. Mixing it with Hunger Games or something where the uh, the players that get voted off can send
0: care packages and shit. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the grand and prize, do you think? uh non-specific conch shell. A
1: non-specific conch shell? But th- this is a very specific magic item, uh, which it's a conch shell that you can tell it's a conch shell, but it's kind of like wavering uh and it only works once it's a single use (laughs) item but you break it you smash it on the ground Uh uh-huh um and in doing so it becomes whatever specific thing you're thinking
0: of okay that's a take that's a very powerful take actually it's a very powerful item that's like wish
1: and here's the thing they don't give you a boat back so you're probably (laughs) going to use it to get your boat back
0: Imagine your disappointment when you get like a pile of 50,000 gold and then you drown. <laughs> I was they, they, thinking, I, I don't know what, I mean, I had such an underwhelming idea in comparison of like, you blow it and you get, I don't know, a uh, blur cast on yourself. You become <laughs> <nonspecific>. <laughs> I I
1: mean, that could work too. What are we, what are we missing here? Ben? I think that's... Uh,
0: I mean, I think we're missing a name. We're definitely missing a name. And I think, uh, did Survivor ever do, like, names for its seasons, or is it just, like, it, season 20? It did 20? do names
1: for its seasons. It's got heroes and villains, and other ones. That's the only one I know from a Super ego sketch. Uh, what mm-hmm. about... Now, this one may be, uh, giving away the entire conceit of it in the beginning, but what about island game show what do we have to thank ben uh, not who we,
0: what what do we have to thank
1: we have to thank a person that person is a musician named morgan the bard who composed the theme song del Goulier, off of the album lost nope not lost in time yes lost in time jesus i'm yes. losing my mind off the, off album, the album putting lost... the days to bed <laughs> oh i'm dying um it's been so many episodes. Uh, little does the audience know that we have uh, recorded these, and you're going to have to cut out the part where I say that it's March 2nd, but uh, we've recorded these all in one day, all 50 episodes. Yeah. Um, so my and brain is dying.
0: And they uh, also don't understand that every single one is an hour long, and I cut yeah. it down to 20 minutes.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> we also have to thank everyone who has sent in a suggestion on twitter um which is at this point i don't think anyone but please do because we've we've said this every single episode and andy sends in suggestions and a couple other people have sent suggestions to spencer but not to me on twitter at dnd pod that is D P O D. pod um, at this point
0: it's really for his feelings
1: yeah i at some point i need to just change this to be check us out on twitter at dnd maybe that maybe after episode 50 we'll do that
0: yeah do you think that's when we silently put the idea of audience feedback to, to bed <laughs> yeah we quietly retire that we uh, gave it we gave it a good 50 it'll be andy feedback from then on um from here on out we are a Kassoon and bacob's blessed blog sponsorship affiliate yeah we have think, to thank them do you think as i well? should let them know that i take these <laughs> probably that'll be a big 50 we'll bring them on
1: <laughs> oh god um do we have anyone else to thank
0: uh, those jeff that have probst rated and reviewed us on itunes
1: and jeff probst we gotta thank him for making such a wonderful show that's gotten 42 seasons now
0: mm-hmm. ever since 1980 i could
1: do math uh but yeah those who've rated and reviewed us on itunes as Spencer was saying and uh, Spotify. Thanks for that.
0: Spotify takes them too. Oh. Just any any amount of reviews on any platform that'll accept them? I'll take Yelp. I'll take <laughs> like Facebook. Like create you're gonna have to make our Facebook page. I'm not touching that shit, but then you can review that like we're a business. Um can you get on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. Can you can you put us up there?
1: I mean, I'm sure it can get us on there. Probably uh at, <laughs> at what point does this count as a movie?
0: when we put even one frame of video up oh god that'll no no, no happen. two frames it's got to be two oh. frames worth of video because then we can alternate back and forth and it's a motion picture that's because rotten tomatoes doesn't cover just pictures uh. <laughs> need at least two frames uh. then we will be one of the films of all time do you remember when we used to have a like definitive sign off no <laughs> it's been that long